morning when I wake up, uh, money on my mind, go time to get kicked up, uh, sunshine coming through my blinds, I'm living, but, really though, it's never enough, 10 billion, that's a must, living in California, everybody. Hi everybody, and welcome to another episode of my so-called LA Life a podcast dedicated to the realities and documentations of LA and all its glorious bullshit. Also your guide on how to survive the mean streets of LA. My name is Natalia and right here, right in front of me, I have the Batman to my Robin or the Robin to my Batman, Mr. Eric Dirty Sanchez. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling okay until you call me Dirty Sanchez again, you (laughs) you fucking bastard. I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good. Um, I prefer Marvel Comics over DC, but other than that, I'm good. It's nice to be back on uh, the air. Can you say on the air if you're just on the computer? Well, I mean, we sort of are on the air. It's just not live, but who cares? It's our fucking show. We get to do whatever the want, whatever we want. Whatever we want. Exactly. Um, let's talk about, I want to first talk about Los Angeles, but let's talk about the main thing that's going on right now, the time change. The time change, and now we have daytime for a lot longer, okay. and it's definitely getting a lot hotter out there, so you know what that means. It means the titties are out that exactly (laughs) you just got it okay not only titties are out but ass cheeks are hanging from the bottom of the shorts and you know yeah that's uh that's a big big deal over here in los angeles there's like you only wear shirts or excuse me shorts from your under your belly button to right under that (laughs) so so from the front it looks like shorts it's like short panties in the back it's like a thong it's like a thong, but it's almost like, like a, a high waisted thong, like a strap, like a <laughs> like a thong with a with like a jean strap. It's like a coochie girdle. It's like a coochie holder. <laughs> exactly. It's like the only reason there's that thing in in the middle is so your lips don't fall. <laughs> Pretty much, and you if you <laughs> How saw is this episode started. No, if you saw Eric Sanchez's big grin and smile on his face right now, it's like a dirty perverted man inside a, a dirty perverted man. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm happy the sun's out. It's fun. I mean, I'm actually very happy the sun's out as well. I think it just brings, you know, it, it brings m- much more happiness. Th- that vitamin D makes us, you know, want to be out there, be more active. We're no longer inside cuffing and with people that we don't like, you know, which only yep. means because we said this last year and we always say it around springtime in our uh, all our episodes <laughs> is that um, once the sun comes out, that's when you need to start getting rid of people and all those people from, you know, the cold season. It's sort of like a spring cleaning. Yeah, I mean, I think in the cold season and when it's nice and um, gloomy, <laughs> I kind of like the gloom for a minute uh, being from L.A. because there's never gloom really here. It's 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 always kind of passes through. Right? Yeah. Uh, but I think that we kind of cling on to other depressed, like miserable people in the gloomy times. Yeah. Even though they're only for like a couple weeks or whatever. Uh, but especially, I mean, especially this year, which was raining all the time, and it was I kind think of a gloomy, I depressing. think it was, it was very Gotham City ish. It was very Gotham City, and I think the the election and all this other yeah. other kind of stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world that has a lot of people kind of um, on edge. So I think that now that the sun's out, though, I like your idea of getting rid of those people, though. Like, yes, we were miserable together, but I'm not necessarily a miserable person, so I can't hang out with you anymore. I got to go hang out with these girls who have their titties out. <laughs> Uh, because they're just <laughs> and way they're more entertaining. Girdle on. Yeah, the coochie girl is way more entertaining than talking to your depressed ass. Exactly. So 
So if you haven't noticed or caught on to it, this episode is all about the art of letting go and moving on in Los Angeles and in life in general. And as I was thinking, Wait, actually, is there life outside of, outside of Los Angeles? Barely. I mean, hardly. Eh. Hardly. I, I actually, you know what? Um, Real quick. I just if, started if you watching... think you're living life and you don't live in Los Angeles, then you're actually not living. <laughs> kind of right. I was I was just watching Duck just moved, Dynasty. You heard that show? Los Angeles. Have you heard of Duck Dynasty? Yeah, I I, I, tr- Dynasty. I try not to see it. It's interesting. Okay, so <laughs> but this is why I think like the media is all about Los Angeles because look what happens when you give someone who lives outside of here a show. I like it though. It's really entertaining. But man, like how because many it fucking... makes you feel like you live a better life. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it makes you like slow down. You watch and you're like, oh, this is nice. And then it's over and you're like. I've been asleep for like fucking three hours. Exactly. It's like Watching the most boring this stupid shit ever. Show. So yes, there's only life here in LA. Everywhere else is like offshoots of that. Okay. Yes. Well, you know, I was thinking about the show and the art of letting go and stuff that you kind of like, you know, you let go of or you sort of forget and everything. I don't know. I'm My mind works in different ways. And you know what I've noticed? And this is just a little side note before we actually get into the nitty gritty of it. Okay. Um, that have actually forgotten how to write and how to add on paper. Um, like, I, I don't tell you the last time I wrote like I a don't plus use sign that anymore. No one does. I don't think like the other day I was writing because I'm, I'm switching jobs. So I, I was training. I try this. Yeah, I was training and I was writing down and I was actually like stumped in the middle of my writing because I was like a B or a D and I was just really thinking mm. about it because we don't write anymore because everything we do is on the computer it's on you know the phones we text phone. and the art of writing of penmanship for me has completely just disappeared vanished from my life I feel like a retard and not only that but adding and subtracting just like the carry over yeah yeah the fact that i have to go to probably like a second grader and ask them how to show me how to add again is stupid ridiculous i, I literally can't tell you the last time i did that but it's kind of like your penis not saying you have a penis <laughs> but it's kind of like i do penis. sometimes if you don't use it you lose it exactly okay? it just falls off and dude <laughs> i i tried to write like a cursive letter the other day oh my god it's so it was, bad it, it just looked like a big loop it was I... just looping and looping and uh honestly that's really funny that you said that though so have we let go of... I think so. Like, humanity? I mean, what the fuck? We can't write anymore as a society? I mean, I know for a fact, though, I cannot write anymore. When I, I mean, write, I get, like, my hand starts cramping. It's a little too much. It's it's, it's a little bit way like, too much. how did much. we do that? I don't know, but I'm thinking, now that I'm, like, we're on this topic for a second, I'm thinking, do they even teach cursive anymore at school? Because I remember me going that's to school. A, that's, a, that's a great question. And I had a calligraphy and cursive class because computers, they were there, but they weren't as like, we still had to write like papers on pen and paper. Yeah, when I was in high school, uh, the computer lab, I was a computer lab aide, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was fucking Geek. empty and it was still like nerd shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some of like the cool kids knew that like you could go in there and put a CD and listen to, like your hip hop at school. And they were there. That was me. But that other, was me in the computer yeah, lab. I was listening that, to my 2001 Chronic City. Exactly. No one knew <laughs> what the fuck these things were for. And no one came to that motherfucker. I'm telling you, man, this like forgetting stuff and letting go of stuff. I've literally let go of writing on pen and paper and doing basic second grade math. 
Well, I mean, have you ever used your calculus? I mean, I never got up to calculus. I think I got up to like, I think my senior year, I made a very smart decision in high school. I went back to pre-algebra <laughs> just so I could pass. Yeah. Um, and it was great. Met a lot of freshman girls. It was awesome. <laughs> but I think what we're all kind of learning too is that you don't need this shit. That's something that we should let go of our whole high school experience because all these fucking classes. Stupid. Are you serious? Like... I don't remember the, the last time I used calculus or trigonometry. And before you say, hey, Natalia, you're from Puerto Rico. How do you know what trigonometry means? We did get missionaries in my hut, so they showed me. <laughs> trigonometry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they, didn't, they didn't pass by my hood. Yeah, anyway. Um, so speaking of, you know, things we don't need anymore in our lives, like writing or, <laughs> or doing math or condoms. Yeah, just, you don't need that either. <laughs> just kidding. Um, let's face the facts. It's just like high school. You don't it need is, any of that shit. Yeah, you don't need any of that shit. Let's face the facts. We live in Los Angeles. We live in a very hectic city. We live in a city where we have jobs and we have friends and we have relationships and bosses and, you know, our everyday go-to-go, day-to-day, hour-to-hour life. And uh, we can get very, very stressed out and it's hectic and we can get very inundated with everything that goes on and sometimes we find ourselves in a crossroads i like to call it or at least i do and i know i'm probably not alone i know there's many listeners out there they're probably going through this right now because i've been going through this the last couple of weeks so i want to share you know with our listeners everything that i go through because i feel like we're one big happy family and you're a narcissist and you think that everyone gives a fuck but yes (laughs) that's true (laughs) That's why I think that everyone cares about my opinion because um, everyone does. Well, this is not this is not an opinion. So, today. what are you going? Are you feeling like you are? I, I feel needing like to shed or leave something. Yes, absolutely. So, I feel like right now in my life, um, I'm going through. I've I've decided to call this part of my life my second phase of my LA of my LA life. You know, okay, my so called LA life. This is my second phase. So, I've been since I moved here. I had the same job. And I've been creating, you know, a, a family of friends and, and networks and stuff like that. And uh, at now, your job, at my job. And now I'm, I'm, I decided to switch my job, and I decided to go for something that's going to be give me a little bit more money and all that stuff. And you know, it's a second phase of my life here. And and with that, I I feel like I found myself in this like turmoil of like, but I've been there forever and I've been working with the same company since Miami for about five years and now I have to move on. And I'm like, does loyalty even matter here? Like, what what should I do? But I'm, I realize that the reason I want to move on is because I am truly very unhappy. Right. And sometimes you stay stuck in places, even though you're super unhappy because you're afraid of change and you're afraid of letting go and moving on because right. you're afraid of what's out there. You know, you're afraid of walking alone in that, in that, in that forest and not knowing where the road is going to lead you to. Well, security is a, is, is a huge, huge reason. There's, uh, there's like two, two parts of society. In my opinion, there's your freelancers, right? Yeah. Like myself who question their existence on a minutely basis. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, check my bank account to make sure it's not that overdrawn. Right. Um, I was just, oh, okay. I was only down 200. Oh, woo, woo, I, Ooh, thought, it I was, thought it was a thousand there, it was honey. Two grand, like yesterday. <laughs> so, and then there's the people who need security, who need to feel in control. Like they, mm-hmm. well, they have control over something. Right? Exactly. So they can at least have control over 
you know, over their finances, right? Their exactly. life might be in turmoil. They might be sneaking away on their lunch break to suck the dick of the dude who washes dishes. That's fine. But then, <laughs> but, but like, but what they like about, about the, or what they like is the feeling of security. security. And if, knowing that they have somewhere to go to every day, knowing that they're going to have their paycheck and knowing. It's the paycheck. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the, even the going every day thing becomes a fucking chore, but the, Friday the check comes, you're like, oh, yes, now I could go get fucking stupid drunk exactly. and act all weird for the weekend yeah. and then go back to my life. But, like, I find that even that uh, creates a whole bunch of just, like, anxiety and weird, like, depression and weird feelings. Absolutely. Because you got to look at these motherfuckers every day. Let's say something goes bad at your work. Yeah. And it's it's like a family that you never wanted. Yeah, but and then and it's not only work. I think it comes, it just it trickles down to other places in society, like your friendships. And I feel like sometimes you have a friend that you can't let go of, even though that friend's not good for you. And just like relationships, you have a partner that because you're afraid. I I feel the core of this is that humans are afraid of change, and humans are definitely we're very complacent when we find ourselves in a place that we don't really need to do much. Because we go to the same job and they love us there. And they're like, oh, the, we'll never get fired. And we have a check coming in, you know? I said that at every job I got fired from. Exactly. Or like, they love me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they love you more when you're gone. Exactly. You they, like, they actually hated you. Pretty much. Right? Or we have a relationship that we stay in and we're extremely unhappy. And we're like, it's going to change. Or I don't want it to change because I can't see myself... Tr- tr- doing this all over again yeah or starting yeah exactly starting all over again and definitely with friendships friendships i feel mostly than anything we surround ourselves with people that might not be the right people for us that might be very negative people and they're definitely fucking haters man and so with this being said i did not compile my own list of letting go and moving on I actually went to the internet and found one because that's how I got away with high school and college. Just copying everything yeah, I copy saw. copy and paste. Copy, <laughs> copy paste. You know what? What's crazy about life too, and this is a complete side note. I'm going to let you get to these 11, no, 11 absolutely. steps here. You but, tell me how you feel, Eric, because this is our therapy session. Well, which is... <laughs> I'm going to start crying. Um, we're about to read something off of uh, a, a website called Lifehack. Dot org, dot org right? by Leanne Martha Mikez Larioya. Oh, yeah. she, she, I don't give... can't even pronounce her name, but she's definitely of the Mexican descent. What was her name? Maria Maria Rodriguez, pretty much. Let me give her a life hack. Just go by Maria. So, okay. like, <laughs> but it's funny. Like, okay, it's like a life hack. Like they're about to give us some information on how to life hack, right? Their number one life hack, right there, should be copy and paste. Exactly. That is like the most life hackable. <laughs> Like life hack ever. If you don't know, just copy and paste. Just copy, just copy and, paste. and paste. You think I mean honestly with all the things that I'm going through in my life and my day to day basis and like everything that I have to actually get done on a daily basis, you think I have time to sit there and write a compile a list of things yeah, on how and, to let go? No. There's you, a complete yeah. internet full of things on how to let go and move on. So I'm just gonna repeat them word by word. Exactly. <laughs> and we all get accused of so many things in our lifetime, right? Being a cheater. Uh, cheating on that person, <laughs> cheating, um, cheating, cheating, cheating. Um, stealing and more cheating, stealing drugs and then cheating with that. Other. You know, we all get accused of these crazy things. Multiple words. Might other as well than call cheating. me a perjurer. Yeah, plagiarism. Plagiarism. 
plagiarism, not right? perjure. And not perjure. You perjure yourself. <laughs> but like, if you get called like a plagiarist, that's kind of smart. Yeah, you're like, it's like you're it's the leader. You're the leader of the pack right there. At least you're trying to be really smart. Listen, at least, <laughs> at least you know that you have better things to do with your life than sit there and come up with a list of things. At least you're not an idiot who tries to write it yourself and then sounds dumb. At least your shit sounds so amazing that they're like, you couldn't have wrote this. You're like, you're, you're right. right. <laughs> I love you, Eric, because right, you and I are always on the same page. Okay, number one, ways of letting go and moving on in life. These are go. the signs that you need to know. Here you go. You're expected to sacrifice your personal values and change into someone you're really not. And I think this explains it for itself. If you have to change to please somebody, then you have to tell that person to fuck off. Well, you know that whole thing about like when you meet someone under certain circumstances, mm -hmm. right? So let's say you meet someone at a bar, right? And, yes. you're, and you're both like hammered. And then you're like, ah. Then <laughs> and then you, you're like, let's go to the bathroom and do some exactly. blow together. Then you go, and, and, and then and you knew drugs. it was love at first sight. You're doing drugs together. Whatever. <laughs> and and then the next time you see this person, you're doing that. And it's fine. And then like, you're kind of like a drunk guy. You're just like a drunk. And yeah. this girl you're thinking is kind of a partier. So you're like, this could work. Yeah, right? because you're meeting each other under circumstances of partying and keep the party alive. You're not, exactly. you're you're not young, showing... This is an example of young people, Yeah, you're please. not showing your true colors. You have your mask on. You have your party yeah. animal then, mask on. And then you get into it. You're, you know, you're having fun. And then all of a sudden, it's like a slow night. And then you realize that this chick really doesn't even do drugs like that. She was only drinking because it was like a birthday party. And she's a square. And she's like, well, um, I really think you should stop. You're like, what? This is how you met me. Exactly. Why do you need to change everything? And understandably, <laughs> we want everyone, our significant others. I mean, I do. I always want my significant other or others to be um, successful and to be kind of uh, like a better person. But like trying to change someone's whole essence is like, why it's, don't you just go find that person? It's def Exactly. It's definitely a no-no. And I think... The key word here is the word change. You don't want to change for somebody. You want to put your best face for somebody. You want to bring out your best attributes. And that's the difference. Right. Bringing, bringing out your best attributes does not mean changing. That means anything that you, you already have inside of you that you know are your best qualities, you let those shine. And it goes... Right. Assuming you know what your best qualities are. <laughs> no, no. I'm I know, I get this it. Talks about, this talks about... This is, this is cute. They write a little cute little thing. It's like two sentences and that's supposed to be like life right it, life hack yeah it says like <laughs> in this life your personal values and your visions are the things that make you who you are right um i find that when there's a broken down relationship or job or friendship or anything there's a very important moment that you're like who the fuck am i yeah in, in all this because if you, you think question about a friend, yourself think about a friend right who who you guys are like party friends or you guys are whatever friends, right? And then you decide to change your own, exactly. your own life and you step away and then that person starts resenting you. Like Then that person like, wasn't your friend, obviously. Or, because friend, friends are supposed to be there to support you in any change that you want to make. Or maybe that friend just came to your life just to show you that you don't want to end up like their fucking sorry asses or their loser asses, which is fine. Or maybe in order to let go, you have to find who you are first. Absolutely. To know what to let go. Exactly. I guess is my point. Definitely. But uh, 
I want to say that the key word in that um, in that first sentence or the first you know sign is uh, is change. You don't want to change. You want to bring your best attributes forward. You want to let yourself your your best you shine through, and that's not yeah. changing. That's just omitting all those bad qualities you have and you do the same thing with jobs and with friendships and relationships and if they still don't flow with you then that is not the right place where you need to be so move on but do change your underwear cochino <laughs> i don't know why i like said that Sorry. all right here we go okay number two your trust is continuously broken well mm. i mean that i i don't think we have to talk too much about that if you feel I, like you can't trust anybody yeah, the, I, I mean, then it is what it is. You can't work, trust them in in love and yeah. anything like yeah. That's uh, there has to be a trust factor in in order for it to be somewhat uh, valuable. Exactly, um, if and there's no trust, then what's the point? Right? And unfortunately, in many of these things, it's uh, it's all about blind trust. Even with friends and everything, it's about trusting that they're not talking shit about you, trusting that they're not stealing your makeup when they go to your bathroom, and trusting they're not fucking your boyfriend. I mean, it it really is blind trust. But in a city like this, where there's a lot of um, there's a lot of positivity, but there's also a lot of negative. I think the positivity energy. comes from all the negative shit. So people need to counterbalance with yoga right, and eating right. green stuff. No, but I mean like positive <laughs> shit. Like you know, there's positive shit. Like uh, you know, what event can I sneak into and say I'm standing next to my homie? Like there's all these things. There's all these positive things to do here in Hollywood. But then yeah, again, like there's, there's all these like fucking hurtful, like negative shit and yeah. people being fake and. And like fake it till you make it and, you know, hoes and all this crazy like weird shit that a part of that I feel like the whole trust broken thing becomes almost like a drug. That becomes addicting yeah. to some people. That pain, it's like cutting. You know it, what it I mean? It definitely it's like, is. It's like, fuck, they let me go. And then you go to your shitty work and you yell at them about your other friend who did that to you. And then you go yell to the friend about how your work yeah, did that. Exactly. No, but I think. Vicious cycle. But, but in that vicious cycle, and I'm going to stop you right there and call out this vicious cycle. And I'm going to call all of you motherfuckers out there that do this. You do this because you want to be the victim. And, yes, yes. And, and that's. And that's when you definitely have a problem. When you want to victimize yourself constantly by choosing the wrong people and knowing the signs and ignoring these signs. So in that case, so uh, the person keep... you're letting go is is the victim inside of you, right? <laughs> pretty pretty no, much. No, for real. Like, but, you but... let go of something, let go of a bad quality. Exactly. When, when you feel like you constantly have to victimize yourself and then you you need validation from other people and you need other people to feel sorry for you then you're the problem in that situation and then maybe we need another show to talk about that leave yourself exactly you need to leave yourself okay number oh number three uh staying in it always makes you feel broken depressed and frustrated hmm. well you know hey We've all been there. Yeah, we've all, we definitely all <laughs> been there. How many times can you cry every single night about a loser that doesn't give a shit about you? So if you want to change that, let it go, bitch. Let it go. <laughs> if you okay. truly dislike your job, right? If you, tr you know, I hear that a lot. Yeah. I hear that a lot, especially because, like I said, I'm a freelancer, right? Yeah. So I'm seen by some of, of, of my friends and family as really brave. Mm -hmm. They're like, you're brave. Um, I prefer the other BR word, uh, broke. But I, I, I appreciate brave, right? Definitely. But a lot of that comes with, is they're just straight up afraid to leave this, uh, just afraid to leave. And that fear of leaving is kind of better than the depressed, 
broken, yeah. sad existence that you're in, you know. But then if you think about it, though, all those terms are negative. You're afraid to leave. Yeah. And you're sad to stay. Well, unfortunately, Eric, a lot of people and, and I hate to say this because I know a lot of you think you're super talented out there, but a lot of people don't have the talent to actually make it on their own. And a lot of people actually like working for uh, for companies and stuff like that. It gives them stability. It gives them a pension. That doesn't it, mean it has to be a bad situation. It, does, it doesn't mean it has to be a bad Just situation. Just because you get a job doesn't mean you have to stay there for five fucking years. Absolutely. But that's but that's why we're saying all these things. And when is it time to move when you find yourself in a job, in a situation, in a relationship, that all these things, it's bogging you down. It's its literally sucking the living life out of you. Like, you ever been fired? You. you ever been fired before? I've been fired from every single job I've ever had. Why? Because I like to talk back to people. Uh, yeah, okay, me too. But you know, that feeling of, you know that feeling of getting fired and then it's like really hurt? It like hurts, uh, right? Hurt me. I was like crying. I'm I, like, wait, you don't want my fucking talk back ass in your place? But then you know when you, when you start, when you leave, right? I remember I got fired. Man, I was about to move in with these dudes. Sorry, off topic, but I was about to move in with these dudes. <laughs> we all worked for the same company and yeah. shit like that. And this is some of the fucking depression, all this shit. Because you're around people that you're forced to be with. Exactly. Thinking they're your friends. Fuck these people. So anyways. Fuck these people. So we're about to move in. Da, 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 and, uh, man, okay, we're excited. The next day I go into work, I get fired. I leave and I'm like crushed. I feel like I want to cry on the inside. Uh, and I am start walking. And with each step, when I left the building, you I, I turned better. into like Forrest Gump. And I just like started running. <laughs> I started run, and I was like, yeah, run, run. run and, and, and you know what What happened then? Euphoria. Freedom. 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 Exactly. It, it was the, that that in between, between being fired and between realizing that you have to pay rent next month, that in between right there is fucking the most amazing thing It's euphoria. It's, it's like, like a, it's like a really good people. Molly. It's great. It's like you don't know if you want to like come dance or cry. <laughs> exactly. You want to go find some random and give her a kiss. Oh, I love you. Exactly. Life is great. Life is beautiful. Oh, my God. This has turned into half like life coaching, half talking about our drug intakes. Um, right. Okay. Um, number four. You feel inferior. Hmm. Okay. I mean, anytime you feel inferior... Anytime anybody wants to make you feel, let's 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 really dissect this better though. It's not that you feel inferior. It's like anybody else makes wants to make you feel inferior. They want to Yeah, to big up themselves. Yeah, to big right? up themselves. And they have that means that they hold no respect for you. You know, I I, I find that a lot of this though falls into the victim stuff that you were saying are you like saying the victim the, role because like you know, are you saying this. that maria whatever her name is who wrote this article she's victimizing herself it's not about her it, it's <laughs> about whoever she is speaking to in in this kind of her thing. little girl inside it's, it's like you feel inferior your self-worth is always underappreciated okay if well, you that's, use terms like always underappreciated that's victim shit that's a sweeping general statement saying like you're always feeling like every time i go to work I feel like they're picking on me or every time da, 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 I, I, a lot of that goes into, cause if you go into work and you're in there with your head held high and you're fucking like, today's going to be an awesome day. Da, 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 I find that you don't have a lot of time to realize all the negative stuff. Cause you're already kind of in a good place. Yeah, I know. But this is, I think this is when you're, I think this article and what we're saying, it's more like when you're at the end of your wits, when it's, yeah, a, when it's like, yeah. when it's the, that stretch, that long stretch. Yeah. Because to if home, you get to number, we're on number four. Yeah. We're number four. I'm I, already feeling depressed. I, I man. was ready to change my life at number one. <laughs> exactly. I was ready to change my life when I saw the heading, but these are, these are all signs. And usually these, these signs don't happen at the beginning of a relationship. And, 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 they, and they don't, don't happen ha one by one either yeah they don't happen in the beginning of the first year of your job 
these are the signs when it's like you're at the end of it. it it's it's the last eight, ten months of this place. It's and when you're... it's gotten so bad, you got to go to the internet to find help. <laughs> <laughs> right? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Okay, number five. Let's move on. Um, you justify that it's worth holding on when it's really not. Fuck that. You know, like when you have to give excuses for yourself or anybody else constantly. It, and this is personal for me. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. Um, I hate excuse-driven people. I hate people that live in the past. I live, I hate people that always have an excuse for everything. I'm in a bad mood because I'm stressed out. I'm stressed out because of this. It's like, you know what? Keep it to yourself because we're all going through that. Yeah. And um, I don't, I'm rarely a person of excuses because I hate when people give them to me. And I usually own up to the stuff like, you know what? I'm not having a good day or I got in a fight with my boyfriend or I have I'm having money problems and I can't, I don't feel myself, you know, yeah. and I'm going and I feel people respect that more because you're letting a little bit of yourself shine through and a lot more people than you think go through these things and people find empathy, not sympathy, because I hate sympathetic people, but they definitely find empathy in in, in the reality of what you're saying. Yeah. So well, there's you, a little bit of um when you when you open up a tad <clears throat> excuse me when you open up a tad and kind of accept um accept blame it immediately makes another person feel more highly of you well, right the, the other like, person because you're, like, you're relatable yeah now. because then the other person lowers lowers that uh like a boss a boss will lower themselves as a boss and put themselves in, in the same human right. like position that you are because bosses need to be bosses at the end of the day you know yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they they need to if it's something work related, they're like push through. Like fuck it, we all go through this. But if yeah, you yeah, yeah. if you open yourself up, and I'm not talking about spreading your legs so you get sympathy from them. I'm talking about if you that open, doesn't work either. That doesn't work either. You're gonna get fired eventually. Now you're and, just a sad hoe. <laughs> exactly. Um, but when when you open yourself up and let them know what's going on in your personal life, sometimes they they really they really understand that and they could see how that's affecting everything else and they sometimes and most of the time they definitely cut you some slack and they're like you know what go home or think about it or think if this is the right place for you and i've had actually bosses that have sat me down and they're like you know what i see you started here and you were great and i see a change in you and maybe you're not happy here maybe you should go and think about if this is the right place for you and it has nothing to do with you personally and, well but it, just like this right but yeah. then you're your response to that is no, 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 no. I love it here. Yeah, and but they're you're like, not. yeah, but you've gained forty pounds. Exactly, and, but, you, <laughs> but you don't love it there, and and, and yeah. it's and you're faking yourself. You you're really faking yourself. If you don't like something, man, just tell, just let it go. You don't like it. Stop. And if you constantly find yourself making excuses for other people that are around you on a consistent basis, no, you don't believe your own shit. Definitely, you know I mean? yeah, I'm not buying what Which you're is selling. The excuse is just a band aid. Which is you just, it's like drinking. It's like drinking when you're sad. You know, exactly. an excuse is just like that. It's like, how can I cover up the harsh realities of that my I'm life. disappointed? Exactly. Okay. You can't remember the last time you were happy. Well, I can't remember the last time I was happy. Can anybody in Los Angeles remember the last time they were truly happy? Shit. On Instagram. <laughs> Everyone's happy on Instagram. Everybody's amazing on Instagram. I'm going to move on from that one. That made me feel unhappy. 
when is it last? You ever, you ever, you ever kind of thought of that? Like, man, I haven't been happy in a minute. I what haven't the fuck been happy even since like 1998 when I was 11 years old or something. That's funny. I've been happy since 1992 when I was 12. That's fucked up. I need a drink. Shit, we should start day blow. drinking right now Jesus to mask Christ. and band-aid everything that's actually going on. Okay, number seven. Kidding about the blow. All right. <laughs> no, you're not. Number seven. I'm definitely kidding about the blow, okay? I'm 100% not going to do any today in the daytime or tomorrow in the daytime in the daytime or or tomorrow night in the daytime (laughs) okay number seven you find that you're always the one making sacrifices and i hate this one and this one i i'm gonna put this one in the relationship and friendship category when you're the one always like changing your plans and you're the ones always waiting around and you're the one always just sacrificing something that you really wanted to do for somebody else, then that's a no-no because it should be a two-way street. Well, that, that's so funny that you that you just said it, it needs to be a two-way street because I didn't know how you were going to lead me into this. But it's really funny because when you are saying, I'm always the one this, I'm the one who's, I'm waiting around for Am you. Am I victimizing myself that. again? No. What, no. What it shows you though is that it is a one-way street and it shouldn't be. If exactly. it's like if there's if there's a constant level of like accommodating for another person whether it be work, whether it be like you know at work where there's that one person who never calls in sick, is like the first person everyone calls for like to fill in for them. Yeah. And da, da, da. yeah, when they get sick, everyone's like go fuck yourself. Yeah. That person is exactly who this person is where they're constantly doing things for other people because maybe they're a nice person. Yeah. And and what they get in return is getting shit on. It's just getting shit on. Are you telling me that nice guys finish last, Eric Sanchez? Uh, 100%. Okay, so be an asshole. Go ahead and be an be the uh, truest asshole that you can or be. be. A, or be <laughs> or be, you know, a little selfish um in yeah. a good way. Like you could be selfish in a positive way. I like that. Right? I like I like that you say that because I I'm definitely going through my selfish stage, but I've been going through this for the last 10 years. But I think my selfishness is what's going to lead me to my success. And um let me explain myself for those who so, don't understand. There we go. Um and you say how does selfishness lead you to success it's because you're thinking about yourself you're thinking you're putting yourself first you're putting your happiness first you're putting your thoughts first your mental health your, i mean your mental a lot of the shit that we deal with not... here is mental like like fuckery exactly like we're constantly being attacked by people trying to do this that and the exactly. other around you and you're like i don't even know what to believe anymore you know what i'm saying so when Definitely. you do take a step back you're like who am i yeah <laughs> like, it's it's and I hate to say it because I know a lot of you might out there might be married, but it happens a lot of marriages and I see it all the time because I have friends that are married and I have a lot of friends that are divorced because they got married on a very, very, very early age. And I see this. I see when two people get together, how one person puts down the other person so they can go for their dreams. And that, my friends, is some straight up bullshit. If you have to knock your own dreams down, to support somebody else's dream, then you're not supposed to be with that person. Oh, because... that whole like I supported you through college, no, and, and no, then the no, person no. gets the degree and leaves the other person. Exactly. Like, hey, no. Thanks for the money. Exactly. That's some bullshit. Because both of you should be there together, helping each other. And how do we grow? You should be a team. You should be a corporation, and you should definitely be a Bonnie and Clyde. You should go yeah, be, and, yeah, exactly. and be together. Okay, babe. What do you want to do? You want to do this, and I want to do that. Okay, through me doing this, how do I help you do that? But I think you know. I think, and, but. And, and, and and it and it just really and I think and it happens a lot with women. And again, I always say I'm a feminist. If girls 
seriously out there, you do not have to stop your dream at all. In order to to be complacent and in order to make a man happy at all. If anything, you need to leave him and go ahead and find your own happiness. And if he asks you, why are you leaving him? You go ahead and tell him, because I'm a selfish, selfish bitch. Or, or you say, and because I'm following you. my dreams. But what if the guy's dream is for his girl to make him a sandwich? Well, he, well, this is the thing. That's my dream. But that's your dream. But the girl has to be, that has to be her dream too. If the girl says, I want to be a housewife, this is what I'm getting at. Yeah. If, if the girl the, says she wants to be a housewife, then that's the girl you want to marry if, if you want a housewife. If you want a housewife. But if you if you marry a thought who needs to be out and popular and, and this, say that, you want to turn her a hoe into a housewife, that shit's never going to happen because your housewife is going to be hoeing around behind your back. The pool so yep. I'm sorry to tell you, you both have to have this. You have to be on the same page for the same dream in order to be in a good relationship. If not, it's never going to work. There's some desperation in being in, in being the one who's always making this. And like, that comes you know into I mean? changing as well. Like, why do you why are you changing your dream in order to make this fucking fool happy? Because the moment he's happy, he's probably not even going to bring your sorry ass along because you're already all depressed because you've been taking a step back for the last 15 years or of even your life. Work. You, even even at work, you know, there's there's instances where people get a promotion over other people. And it's usually the person who kind of dicked their way or like weaseled their way into that thing. It's usually the person who's sitting around waiting for, like, I've been here every day, with their fucking hand out, like, uh, 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 who was who, who immediately let down because, one, no one wants to fucking, you look like a bitch over there, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the, like the wounded fucking... Nobody like no. puppy, you know what I mean? Like the puppy. Don't in the look store like window. a bitch. Yeah, don't look like a bitch, and exactly. that's what happens no. when you're constantly um, sacrificing. And letting for other people, people run, yeah, and letting people like walk all over you. Don't don't let people walk all over you. Don't be a fucking bitch. And you know what? Do you, man? Do you? If you want to be an asshole, people like assholes anyway. So and if you're go, sacrificing for everyone, like then you're, maybe sacrifice one day for yourself. Not one day. Sacrifice your entire day for your entire life. You sacrifice for yourself and you do for you because you're the only one who's going to take care of yourself. And then when you have enough or you have time, you go ahead and do something nice for something for somebody else. And and in regards to sacrifice, not like the Azalea Banks with the chickens in the closet sacrifice. <laughs> like, like, you know, not that. Okay. okay. Um, number eight, uh, express yourself. When was the last time you did that? Every single day of my life. So I don't think yeah, this really yeah. pertains to me because I think that's what make it. T- uh, I get most in most trouble because I think I express myself too much. So maybe for me, it should be know how to sh- or when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> and I, you I talk that, to me on a daily basis. I think that express yourself, right? Express, it says express yourself. When's the last time you did that? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is more of like ex- express, express your feelings about a situation. Because I think once, um, before we started, I was talking about the word, right? And we're talking about, you know, like a, a religion and stuff like that. But I think when you express yourself and say like, you know what? This is fucked up. Like, if you said that to somebody else at your workplace, when they're being a fucking dick to you, you're like, you know what, fucking Steve? Fuck you. <laughs> this is bullshit. And da 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 Just saying that alone is expressing your word. That is like the only power that you actually do have is your word. So when you start, start suppressing your own fucking word, then you become this depressed shell of a human. Right. Who's That's... being who's being completely taken advantage of and not sacrificing and 
you're you know you're broken and there's no trust because you've almost accepted it and that's where you put yourself exactly it's Again, like you're, it's like you're in the in the constant friend zone like you're not that important because you just accept everything because you never say shit about exactly. anything exactly okay number nine you refuse to acknowledge the present because it hurts too much and wow you know what a lot of people do this a lot of people mask themselves on a daily basis and they and they inundate themselves with other things and hobbies to get away from the reality and mm -hmm. it happens all the time they go shopping they play video games they go out drinking they go out having random sex whatever it is it's, it's called that's what addictions are and uh wait that sounds like fun i mean what? i mean it is but it's like when you take it to the extreme because you're trying to mask something you're, you're trying to mask the reality of your present day to day and that's what addicts do like real addicts do that they're trying to mask something that happened to them in the past they're trying to mask um their present and whether whatever it is they're going through through some sort of something else well i think once you are present and you know i know that you do i mean but you can I'm sorry to cut you off, but you can be present, but that doesn't mean that you're actually present in the moment. You can be there. You can be there, but your mind's in, your mind and 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 your thoughts are somewhere else. So yeah, but this is talking about like living in the past. Like you know, man, I have a I have a buddy. I'm not sure if he listens to this. Hopefully, he doesn't. But um, <laughs> I hope he does because maybe he'll help him. You know. So I have a like, buddy in who cares? in school. We were like super close, right? In school, yeah. super close. Like this guy's like my brother. Still love the guy to death, but. Every time we talk after we graduated and, you know, fuck, I went to high school, what, 40 years ago, whatever. Um, every time we talk, he would like relive the past. Right. And it was on a like religious basis where it was like, oh, he's calling. And it's like, hey, man, remember when we used to this? And hey, remember when you used to that? I was fucking 17. You could eat, like it's it's, 20 years later. Exactly. You, you need to get away from that. Do you want to talk about the last 10 years? Do you want to talk about the last five years? How about now? How are you now? And what I realized about this is, okay. is when I would say like, yeah, you, I don't like to relive that all that shit like in the past because one, I just don't care. And two, because there's a lot of cool shit happening right in my now, life, right now. Exactly. And that I'm working on and that and I'm you're not even asking about. I'm like stoked. And he's not even asking about that. He wants to live in the time where, where we had actually no responsibilities. We lived with his parents. I mean, what the fuck? So what I realized was I would bring up like, okay, cool. How are you now? And then the conversation got way dark. And way more like, well, you know, da, da. I think that's a friend reaching out for help and, and he doesn't know how to do it properly. So he's trying to relive his past to try to make him happy. So it's exactly what we're talking and that's about. And that's exactly, and it, that's it's, exactly it's, what it is. It's like you're seeking help but in, in, in so many words. Instead of looking into the past and applying it to the present, saying like, why was I happier then? And how can I be happier now? Assuming happiness is the motivation. right? Mm -hmm. Then that's that's one thing. But denying the fact that things are horrible now it's by constantly yeah. harking back on when the good times it's not the, the good right time. way remember the good times yeah or what this says is that whole thing like yeah things are shitty right now but it's going to work out in the end what are you actually doing to make it work exactly out? is it just going to are you a rich kid is your parents just going to come save you like captain Sabaho? or <laughs> or are you just going to be saying things are going to get better until you're in your like late 60s and you're living under a bridge and things aren't going to get better. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah, no, no, I get it. I mean, unfortunately, you can't live in the past. You have to face 
you have to face your demons like straight on. You gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta nip it in the bud. And I know it's easier said than done because I have, I have problems myself and letting go and moving on. But I'm working through them, and that's why I decided uh, to do this episode because I think by just talking about it, even if it's yeah. you're the only person listening to it, you know, at least talking about it helps you kind of make sense of it and find you grounded in the fact that you can actually do this. And uh, let's move to number. 10. So number 10, there's inconsistency every single time. And I mean, yeah, but I mean, come on, this is LA. There's inconsistency every single second. So, okay. So how does this apply? This is interesting. Inconsistency. So this is like when the person you're dealing with has a gift with words, it's so easy to take a back seat and allow yourself to be swayed. Right? So inconsistency. So you mean uh, somebody's sense, conning, somebody's conning you. Somebody is like, is a, that like you're going to get a raise in, in, Okay, I used to have a job, and that was the thing. That was the thing. It was, hire you now, in three months, reevaluate the situation. If we bring you on, you get a raise. And then six months down, you're like, wait, I never got that raise. You're happy because you got the job because you wanted the yeah. job because you want to pay your fucking bills. It's people it's selling selling you the dream, selling bamboozling you. Bamboozling you so they can get whatever it is they want off of you. But they have no real attachment to you, and you're definitely uh, dispensable, you know? So consistent inconsistency yeah that means you're dispensable and that means they're they're telling you it's like uh it's like a dude telling you oh baby you know you're the only one oh if she doesn't mean anything i can't do anything if she calls me yeah you can you can totally do stuff if he if she calls you you can tell him like listen dude like it's not like that between you and i like maybe you shouldn't be calling me maybe you should find yourself a boyfriend maybe you know it, it's it's somebody again giving you excuses and per, and persuading you into something that is not the reality. So it's like the constant letdown. It's the constant that's letdown. That's almost being like, you know that there's that saying like mama didn't raise no fool. Exactly. Like, I think we should all just say that to ourselves like once a decade in the morning. Yeah. Mama didn't raise no fool. And then we go out and just prepare yourself. Because all the people foolishness are gonna... that you're about to get through Exactly. And people are going to try to fool you on a, on on a, a, on a day. On a, on on a, a secondly basis. Especially seriously. here. Like, dude. Like, we... You go to the mechanic. This nigga's lying. Yeah, you go to the dentist. <laughs> you go to the dentist. He's lying, he's lying to you too. Yeah. You have the veterinarian, right? He's telling you that your dog's about to die. <laughs> your dog had a broken nail, and they're like trying to do surgery on his tail. Exactly. Can't even feel it. Exactly. What the hell's going on? So, no, but yes. I mean, and and especially here in in LA, dude, Mama did not raise no fool. And I mean, if you're an, a dumbass that you're gullible, then I feel sorry for you because this might not be the right city for you because you might find yourself. And this foolishness constantly. And then you're victimized. You're victimizing yourself. Maybe you should open your eyes and maybe you should get a little bit of street smarts and go out there to the streets and talk to some real people and kind of school yourself. And I hate to say it, but I don't want to baby you into all of this. This is like, I don't have, I'm trying to tell you, yes, we can do this together because I'm, I'm talking to myself in so many words because I'm going through all this, but the reason I'm going through all this is because I'm acknowledging it because I'm not I'm not a fool. So yeah, I yeah. know when it's time to move on and, and let and, go. And you can tell that there's something not not something not, not right. right or exactly. something that's not making you happy. And and I think before we get into the next one, but I think that all of this kind of revolves around this like internal happiness, right? I think we all want to be internally happy. Exactly. We and want to find our soulmates. We want to find that partner. We want to find that right job. Exactly. We want to it make that with, money. It, it comes it, with respect. It yeah, comes with, with love. It comes exactly. with money. Everything. There we go. Money, power, respect. Okay. 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 Last one. 
from Miss Maria at lifehack.org is uh Hey Maria better have a fucking perfect ass life. I know, or I'm man. I'm pulling this article now, Maria. Okay. All right, You've already exhausted all your efforts, but everything stays the same. And that is the perfect one to end this with because when you <laughs> when you are fighting for something and nothing ever changes, you're only fighting yourself. You're just beating yourself down because the other person is going about their life like you don't even exist. They don't even give a fuck. Or the job, or yeah, or the, the other, boss yeah, that the other you, like, person. So who cares? To impress so fucking bad. They don't give a fuck. They, so bad. As soon as they clock out, you're no longer exactly. part of their spectrum. And you're expendable. <laughs> well, you know what's funny about about Hollywood, especially in the you know uh, the air quote business, right? Is you learn that everyone's expendable. Oh, yeah. Everyone's expendable. So you get a level of desperation because you're constantly afraid that whatever situation that you've gotten, the city does this to you. It reminds you constantly that you are, are a lucky one. Like, you're lucky to have this job. You're yeah, lucky you're lucky to, to have, have met job. me. You have lucky, lucky to, to like, have, have me, me as a manager or as you're an agent without me. You can't. Exactly. And I think, and that goes with the whole, like, schmoozing and bamboozling you because that's, that's, that's a Bengali sort of dictator way the, hold on, but even of the sealing parties, things. Though, even the part. Okay, think about it. I, I was a club promoter for a long time. I've been to clubs when I'm not a club promoter. And you get like a little friend base going on, right? Now you guys go to all the cool clubs, right? Yeah. You know what happens when you stop hanging out with those friends or you cross one of those friends? They can get you like straight up banned from the fucking you're, you're club. You're blacklisted. On, on some weird shit, right? Yeah. So then that's a whole nother reason to let shit go. Yeah. Oh, my boyfriend fucking cheated on me with like four of my friends, but he is the promoter and we go out like every Friday and he like takes me to Palm Springs. Like, and, and you're stuck in that shit for years. Yeah. I know someone personally who works for one of these big companies, works with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. His woman has to know what goes on. He knows it's all out there in the open. Everyone knows. But there she is because losing him, she loses her access, right? But at the end of the day, what do you have access to other what? than your fucking pa- misery? Pain and suffering and yeah. crying every single night? Yeah, thank like people you. People stick around Thanks because for, they don't want to lose no, what yeah, they're no, promised. Because they don't want to lose a house and they don't want to lo- lose that uh, that entitlement or the fact that you can go into a restaurant or the fact that you can walk into a club. Or their or the dental fact that you, plan or yeah, their medical insurance. Yeah, or, or, or the fact that you don't have to ever work, step foot in, in, in a job workforce in your life. And people are comfortable living miserable and that life and crying every night. They're more comfortable doing that than actually standing up for themselves and saying, you know what? Fuck this and fuck you. And I'm going to go get myself a job. And it's so sad. Like a sad prostitute. Like (laughs) I see them all the time, especially right here on Sunset. I thought you were doing this because you wanted to be like a mogul of some sort. Like, is there any happiness in taking it in the ear all day long? Like, you know what I mean? But... (laughs) But when you talk to them, they will tell you straight to your fucking face that they do this for themselves. Yeah, oh, it's, I do this it's empowerment. I, it's empowerment, right? That's, there's no way that that's empowerment. And there's when you no live way... in Hollywood, you end up knowing a lot of prostitutes. It just happens. Yeah, there, me, I never thought I'd know you, strippers and prostitutes You are the way not being empowered when there's a guy peeing on your face for money. I'm sorry. But I'm, Okay, but I'm saying, so whatever it is, though, whether it's prostitution, yeah. whether it's CVS, whether it's fucking, you know, you work for the city, right? What are you sticking around for? Is it the stability? Is it the medical? But okay, do you enjoy your job? If you don't enjoy your job, then you have to take a little bit like into account. Why am I here and how it's affecting my life? Like now. And 
alcohol, drugs. There's nothing um, that's going to make it better. Crazy sex with fucking random people, STDs and all that shit. That's a quick fix, right? But, yeah. But, but the long-standing, you know, like the well, long-term effects. Well, STDs effect, might not be a quick fix the sometimes, buddy. long-term effects your dick falling off uh, and your vagina swelling up are like are way, are way bad compared to the actual quick fix, which is addressing your life addressing your life where you are yeah and saying like okay, acknowledging it and just acknowledge and just like kind of being honest we talked about this so yeah. many times just kind of being like honest like with yourself with yourself with i mean i always try to remember every time i feel lost which like i said is constantly yeah constantly feeling lost constantly feeling like what am i doing even when shit goes good i feel like what am i doing but because of these outside pressures but like i don't know i, I always think about who i was when i was a kid, and I don't think about it in the past. Like, I was happy then. I want no, to go back to where I was. I think about what I, I liked and what I wanted to be. Exactly. I always think about because when I was a kid personally, I always thought about the adult Eric and what he, who he was. Exactly. So I try to think back to that and say, like, okay, let's take stock in this. From there, from here to there, what has happened? And in the meantime, how close am I to that dude, that innocent dude that I thought about before? Yeah. And that really allows me to not get too down. And because you, you know don't care, I mean? because it, it, when you really think about it, and that's a something psychologists use all the time, revert back to your childlike state. And not not like you sucking on your mother's teeth. That's that's way way in other type of psychology. But in, no, in it's just the, other women. Yeah, in, in in that in that state of when you're a child. The things that you say, the things that you do, there's no repercussions in your head, so you don't care. So you're not really disappointed. If you and not and not saying I don't care in the sense of things that you should care about. It's like not caring about what people think of you. And yeah, not we ca- haven't been like fucking beat down exactly. by all the false fucking pretenses and exactly. Bullshit and then that, like, and then usually and-, and then usually when that happens, you can't be disappointed and you can't be fooled. And that's why they say children see who you really are because they see they they, they can tell and they have that sixth sense. But everybody has that. And honestly, I I mean, let's just keep it real. If you're unhappy, if you find yourself right now in a situation that you know this is not where you want to be and you know that there's no changing this because you've exhausted and you've done everything possible to try to change this and everything stays the same, then my dears, it's time to pick up, go out, move it along and go find yourself that thing that will make you happy because it is out there. And I believe that everybody should be happy. And I feel that everybody can find a level of happiness within this life. And especially in Los Angeles, you are, you are capable of finding that for yourself. And this is what I'm saying. You have to find it for yourself. Nobody else is going to do it for you. And maybe, you know, what's really interesting about this whole article, this 11 things, right? Yeah. It talks about uh, relationships. That's interesting that it's 11 and not 10. Right. Or 12. It should be 13. Especially, especially here, uh, fucking devil's playground. But, I think that it talks about relationships. It talks about um, uh, your work, right? And friends. And, and it talks about your friends. Yeah. In LA, people, I know for a fact, have a problem of too many friends. 
Well, like, yeah, they want to be liked too much. They want to be popular. Be liked, but when you know, it's a, it's a it's a popular. It's a city of like mean girls and being popular, it is, cool it kids. Is. And, and it's super about the cool, clicky yeah, and, and stuff like super that. Super right? clicky, super cool kids. It's like the cafeteria lunch table, and you have all the cool kids over here, and all the rich kids over there, and then you got all the Latinos all the way in the back on the east side, right? <laughs> on the right. southeast side of the cafeteria, and then you got all the chinos on the west side. I mean, come on, we all know how no, this but works. You have these. You have these cliques. You become part of a clique. I was a part of a clique. You yeah. have your own clique. Everyone has their own little cliques, right? But it's really not until either one, you get in a relationship because that's when your clique usually goes away. It's always weird when there's like this, like everyone's in a relationship in a clique. That's fucking weird. That's oh, like no, incestuous. that's like incestuous. That's, that's like, like so no. Weird. You... you ever see those things where they're like Friendsgiving and there's like 20 couples in a room? It's like, are you guys fucking crazy? Yeah. Are you fucking each other? Yeah, is, exactly. is this going to turn into a friend's orgy? I think couples... <laughs> That are all friends. friends they told they totally orgy out. No, I think it only, <laughs> I think it only works because like one person is obsessed with another person is obsessed with another person. I think they all person. like each other's different and, wives and husbands, and that's how they can actually congregate together. Because 100%. being together, it's like it's like dating the person that you're actually in love with while you're stuck with that one, but that one's in love with the other woman or the other dude, and then the other dude is stuck is lo- in yeah, love with this dude. Because by the dude. end of the night, you're all talking to everyone. Everyone's like, everybody's everybody. The real couples always end up as real couples at the end of the night when you know the like, real couples end up disappearing and stop hanging out with a bunch of people for no fuck reason exactly you know what i mean so yeah that i think we have an over friend thing and, it, and it, it i always go back to social media but it comes into this like new generation of people who need are, to be liked this constant need for a, a like this constant yeah. need for appreciation this constant need for just anything yeah and i don't think anyone's really comfortable being alone and that's where you actually find the internal happiness that allows you then to be a better person at work, a better person in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. A better person, you know, a better friend yeah. uh, to others. Me personally, like, I don't even have any friends anymore. <laughs> I think I was saying this to you before. Like, I'm looking for more friends now just so I can let them go. So you can, so they can so disappoint you? Fucking, <laughs> Do you? You're looking for disappointment. Someone needs to disappoint me because now I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy with myself that I'm almost bored. Oh, my God. Oh, we're going to leave you right there. If anybody out there feels that they can be Eric's friend, so just so they can be disappointed, go ahead and hit me up on Instagram. I won't disappoint them. At my Ali Life. You go ahead and DM I might, me. I might. I might. But and I'm I'll for, hook you guys up together. I'm looking for a friend who wants to disappoint me sooner than later. <laughs> so, he, so you can let them go? Within the day so I can let you go, then live in the present, and then be happy again. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to leave you right there. And I hope these words, you know, just resonated with you just a little bit. We'll be back.
I kind of really liked our first segment and we're about to be finished. But the other day I posted something on our Instagram that Andy Warhol said, and he said, uh, the moment you stop wanting something, it's when you get it. And I think that's that kind of goes along with the line of not finding who you are and finding yourself unhappy. I think it's uh, like focus on yourself and focus on not wanting to show up somebody or one up somebody or show them that you can do better. Just really focus on how to make yourself a better person and everything will kind of fall into place. You know, I know we find ourselves very, very inundated with uh, life tribulations. Yeah, bills. And, you know, I, I, I think that our show, I think, is relatable. Yeah, uh, because we're honest and we go through a lot of shit on a daily basis as just young adults. Exactly. And how to figure it out. And we're all in this together. And, you know, all the people, all our fans, I know you love our show and you're always like, can we have more? And we like to joke around. But at the same time, we like to like let you know that we're all in this together. We definitely are. And whatever that it is that you're feeling, we're feeling as well. And we're always here. And and with that being said, if you have any questions or if you want us to talk about any subject or even if you want to join the show, I mean, I'm willing to have fans want to come into the show because they have something to say. Go ahead and hit me up through the DM. Please no dick pics. I have enough of those inside my phone. Sorry. <laughs> and vagina ones too. Um, oh, sorry about those too. <laughs> But hit me up through the DM and at my so-called LA Life and tell me what it is that you want to talk about. Tell me what it is that you want us to talk about. Or even if you want to, you you think you can come to the show and you have something to say. We're we're ready to give anybody a platform. I mean, this yeah. is that's that's part of the premise of this show. It's it's about the everyday life of the everyday people that live and make this city possible. And that's you, and that's me, and that's the bus driver, and that's the paramedic, and that's the guy that works at McDonald's, and that's, you know, the producer and the director and the actor and and, and the homeless person. It, we all make this city what it is. Yeah, we all go through the same stuff. It's not your problem as much as it's all of our problems because we have to deal with your fucking depressed ass. But yeah, that being said, um, I really appreciate this episode for – there's a lot of stuff that we talked about that – in hindsight, I'm already thinking about. I'm like, wow. Th- there's a lot of things. That, it was good to that we could all kind of let and we, go, and we and we kind of let go. And I think that was, I think that's why I wanted to talk, do this episode because, like I said before in this episode, like this is therapy for me. And every time I come behind this mic, it is therapy for me. For I sure. get to express myself, even if I have two listeners, even if it's you, and even if it's myself. I mean, I think it's just a, uh, it's healthy. It's it's healthy for us to, to express ourselves. Well, if it's ourselves. just yourself, that's called schizophrenia. <laughs> um, but uh, that's another topic. Yeah. But um, I'm happy for all our fans out there. Please keep listening, tuning in. We're here. We're here to guide you in everything that it is that you need to know about surviving life in this city. And, you know, like I always say, make fun of your others and make fun of yourself. It's not so damn serious out there. It's not. If you have any questions or anything that you want us to say um, on air... You could also hit us up on Twitter. You could hit me up, Young King Eric. Yeah. Um, e R I C K. And you know what? I'm that. actually. I I want our listeners to be a little bit more interactive with us. Yeah, I for feel sure. Let us know. You know, if we think anything. we're stupid. If I'm talking about titties and hoes too much, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's enough titty talk actually. That's what I'm saying. Um, 
and that being said, too, hopefully we're working on getting some uh, some guests in here. Yeah, absolutely. With, uh, extremely we're de- large we're, breasts. We're, yeah, absolutely. We're, t- we're trying to get some porn stars in here. I'm working on that very, very hard as we speak, as in very, very, very hard. hard. Um, but anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in to another great episode of my so-called LA Life. There's going to be definitely more shows coming up. We're here. We're going to be your best friends. We're going to be your guides. We're going to be your cry shoulder. We're going to be everything. So yeah. go ahead. Have a fabulous day. And we'll see you next time. Or hear me next time. Be safe. Bye. Yeah. I've been down so long. It look like up to me. They look up to me. I got fake people showing fake love to me. Straight up to my face. Straight up to my face. I've been down so long, it look like up to me. They look up to me. I got fake people showing fake love to me. Straight up to my face. Straight up to my face. Something ain't right when we talking. Something ain't right when we talking. Look like you hiding your problems. Really, you never was solid. No, you can't sign me. You won't ever get to run me. Just when shit look, gotta reach, I reach back like one three, like one three. Yeah. That's when they smile in my face. Whole time they wanna take my place. Whole time they wanna take my place. Whole time they wanna take my place. Yeah, I know they wanna take my place. I can tell that love is fake. I don't trust a word you say. How you wanna click up after your mistakes? Look you in the face and it's just not the same I've been down so long it look like up to me They look up to me I got fake people showing fake love to me Straight up to my face Straight up to my face I've been down so long it look like up to me They look up to me I got fake people showing fake love to me Straight up to my face Straight up to my face, trying to play it safe. Five switch like night and day, I can see it like right away. I came up, you changed up, I caught that whole play. Since then, it's never been the same.